Hello, everybody. This is another episode of Relic, a classic paintball podcast. I'm your host, Tori Shrum. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, we have the notorious Jason Hansen uh, of Misfits and uh, occasionally now Image. I had a blast uh, sitting down and talking with him. I always have a blast uh, having a chance to talk to him at the events and uh, talk about you know, where he got into the sport that we all play and what his plans are and you know what uh, you know what he's doing in his local area and I uh, can't wait for you guys to hear it. Had a wonderful time talking to him. So uh, uh, with that, enjoy the show. There we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relic Classic Paintball Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Shrum. And today we have Jason Hansen. God damn it. The Rascal. That's what I was trying to think of. Jason the fucking Rascal Hansen. Please excuse my language. There's going to be a lot of that tonight. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, bud. Thanks for having me. And I, 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 I am a rascal. You know, I was I always like to do my shenanigans on the field, off the field, because uh, at the end of the day, it's just a game. It's all about the relationship you build on the field and off the field and creating those memories and stories. I get a little wrapped around the axle whenever people say game versus sport, but we'll we'll get to that later. But I'm glad that you call it a game. Yeah, it's a, well, I, I call it a hobby. It's a fun game. Oh, you know? for but sure. It's a hobby to me. Some guys do take it to the professional level, and if uh, they can pay their bills without having a roommate, that's a shot at Ryan Greenspan. There you go. Get them out. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I just, you know, if you can do it and you love it, go for it. You know, just uh, don't slip and fall. Got it. No, there's insurance for that now this year, right? Yes. And too, as too soon to talk about that? No, it's not too soon. As a mathematician, <laughs> I think uh, Tom Cole is doing what he can to add additional incentives to players and outside people to come in. He's thinking outside the box. It's really smart. Um, I don't know how much it's going to cost if it's included with a player ID. I'm sure it's a, you know, like Aflac and like uh, additional life insurance. You know, it, any job you have certain insurances that you can pay for. And I have a feeling that's what this is it may or may not be an additional revenue stream i don't know um but i hope it all works out i think i've said on more than one occasion any pro player out there is like one mcl tear away from being done for like the rest of their careers but um again you know like you said it's it's an incentive for you know some of us that are thinking of the realities of you know some of this game but uh that got a little bit too serious too quick man Hey, uh, so where are you from originally, and how did you get into this game that we all enjoy? Oh, the lovely thing of paintball that I've been obsessed with since I was 12 years old. I'm 36 now. Uh, I am originally from California, from Florence, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. I did not play paintball until I moved to Georgia. Uh, a good friend of mine named Dane Dickey got me into sport. It wasn't a birthday. It was a matter of, hey, I'm obsessed with this thing. You should talk. You know, come over. Okay. Blade versus Talon. Palace just set up. 
didn't even shoot him. He shot me three times. I got him to surrender twice. To not even shoot somebody and then be obsessed with it for over a year. I'm talking hustling candy, Pokemon, whatever it may be. <laughs> you know, to, to get that Spider Sonic or Spider Compact, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, completely obsessed for sure. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard not to... Uh get addicted for sure it's tough to it's tough to explain to people that don't play like how you get that bite and it just it never lets go what i try and do um is i always offer people to come play you know i have because i've been playing for so long you know i'm in the no kids club you know things like that where i i have the last few years and i've been very blessed you know uh job wise where you know, stack up a little extra cash and you just, you try and bring people out. I've been very successful uh, dragging people out of retirement and just friends outside of people, getting them to try it. Uh, then I'm kind of like the cover fire guy. They have all the equipment. I try and coach them and direct them through, which is good practice for me as quarterbacking. Um, but, you know, I just kind of get them stuff. And I, I kind of put my sales hat and tell them it's just a video game. It's a video game in real life. Like, does it sting? Does it hurt? I go, yes. But the 10-year-old birthday party, the first person that got shot, that kid had the most fun throughout the day. Because it's like, it's not that bad. It's like getting slapped with a towel from uh, your mom's kitchen or something like that. You rub it for a second, it stings, and it's gone. And if your adrenaline's going, sometimes you don't even feel it. The penalties, I mean, we all know about those. So, <laughs> Yeah, I've got my first one, unfortunately, last last event not cfo uh, but the one before that but i i got uh, a major at the cfa for spinning which sucked because uh yeah yeah it was the very last game in the finals they hadn't thrown a penalty for that all day i still don't think i spun you know i respect the refs calling all that stuff uh where the guy was in the snake i had the gun pinched down had the load just pointing you know because i knew he was gonna come yeah, yeah. And then he came pulled the trigger penalty oh, all right sucks. it happens yeah, and then Chicago, I got one too, but I didn't get shot. Not a single ball. They said uh, I ran a guy down and kept going against Image. Uh, no, no hits on me. It, hey, it's a th- it. You couldn't pay me enough to ref, and it is no, no one says great job refs. It means it, you know. Like every, it, it's. I appreciate them doing it. More power to them, but uh, I just it's a tough job. <laughs> it's never easy, man, for sure. Yeah um okay so that's how you got to playing with your friends and how you got hooked and uh how did you get into competition or competitive playing oh well back in the early late 90s early 2000s all the local fields would have three minutes and that's how i got sucked into it you know the spiders you know i ended up getting an auto cocker absolutely loved it of course i broke it in the day of the tournament and used someone else's gun um, we, I won the first tournament I ever played in my buddy Dane and his older brother two spiders and a, a autococker with a purple psycho ballistics drop cord nine volt revy uh, <laughs> and of course a 20 ounce anti-siphon CO2 tank gotta keep that gotta <laughs> keep that liquid out man right uh, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah just I'm, I'm a competitive person uh, even though I'm a little fella in stature you know, so football couldn't do it. Asthma as a kid, soccer 
really compete in that. Um, you know, I, I joke around say paintball is the rejects or the outcasts, you know, the skateboard culture, things like that. It, you know, it wasn't uncommon for a shop to be gates, you know, bikes, paintball, that just, you know, hockey, you know, not the, yep. at least in Georgia, you know, like not the, the main, you know, sports or hobbies and things like that. So yeah, got sucked into it. And before you know it, I'm on PV Nation, hustling guns, buying, selling, trading, <laughs> bagging groceries, you name it, anything to play the game. So. Got it, man. Got to hustle. Uh, Constantly. <laughs> so you started playing three-man. Um, so what was kind of like the trajectory of you go from three-man well, to five-man to X-ball to how did that go? Ten-man, three-man, five-man, ten-man. Um, Fat City was the local field and like the uh, the team to play. We also had extreme, uh, different field in Georgia. Yep. Know, they typically did better than us at tournaments. We did better than the practice. No one cares about practice. <laughs> uh, you know, we were probably just cheating. I don't know. Uh, but I was the kid on the concrete slab, you know, just kind of roughing, waiting, hoping someone's guns broke to be able to hop on the field and play. Yep. Yeah. Worked my way there hopped on a team to play 10 man, 10 men left, you know, was done. Everyone moved to X ball and then fat city had all these bigger, older guys. And I go, Hey, we got to get these stupid kids, you know, cause it's, our game is changing. Um, and I started playing X ball. And, uh, and so uh, he played X ball, ten man, and then X ball because that was the transition about that time. Mm-hmm. A little bit uh, later, uh, later nineties, earlier two thousands. When did you? Um, how did you find yourself on uh, on the Misfits? Or do you even want to talk about that right now? No, I, I'd love to talk about. It. I I have nothing but love uh, for the Misfits and those that are just tuning in that don't keep up with the mech world, and especially with me doing my troll page with my. Nick Brown, uh, paintball events, news, interviews, and stories, aka penis. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people think I'm just joking, uh, but me and John Bush decided to leave the Misfits. Uh, we just had different values. Uh, Misfits is all about you know, your friends, you know, those guys. I love them to death. They won't cut anyone. You have to cut yourself. Uh, your heart's in it. We're gonna party. It's all about just hanging out. You know, they want to compete, but at the same time, if you don't hold people accountable, in my opinion, or sometimes make roster changes or tell someone, hey, you, you haven't played since last event. At all. You can't play this event. You can come hang out, whatever, whatever. Uh, so I, I'm still a little too competitive. Uh, I'm not much of a drinker. I don't smoke. Uh, you know, granted, I, I crush my old fashioned for um, but when I'm at paintball, I, I'm, I, I win, uh, <laughs> and I don't want other things to distract me. But uh, Misfits uh, is a lot of old extreme players, Jack's Warriors players, a couple Aftershock guys, Rocky, like Vandalash, and a bunch of other people. Um, and I was the competition, being at Fat City uh, and things like that, but. You know, when Fat City died, I, I, I've played for everyone in Georgia at some point for the most part. Fat City, too extreme. Illegally played for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. That's a good story. <laughs> uh, Ultimate Kids. Um, 
oh my god i'm looking at uh, my pb leagues or appa which is old timers call it oh jeez. yeah I, i've got to scroll for a bit um like i remember when appa came out we got our cards like my my uh, my numbers are a lot less than the pb <laughs> uh like my is it your first four, your last four you're not supposed to share? I, I don't know. I, I want to share it right now, but I don't want to get put on everyone's crazy rosters. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'll uh, tell you after we're done. It wasn't until I think I got my my original APPA World Cup in 04. Yeah, this is uh, Chicago Open 2003. Nice. That. Yep. And, so, and that was 10 man with Team Carnage. Uh, yeah, I've, I've played for. Fat City was one of the main homes. Ultimate Kids. I, you know, Georgia Vipers, the Palm Beach Vipers thing, and we tried our own chapter. Yep. Uh, I think what happened, Jersey money or something like that. I don't think anyone stole, but just something didn't get delivered or whatever. So it became the Atlanta Condas. <laughs> That's yeah, right. You did I, send me that. You sent me a picture of that jersey. It's an, it was awesome. It's an amazing name, you know, like. <laughs> coca-cola font you know <coughs> i love it yeah i again i i just i just love to play x ball five man ten man seven man is probably my favorite format um but i i love it all i'm, uh, I'm supposed to play, play a couple of seven here. mans this year man i'm looking forward to it lucky and let me know where those are at i'll hop i'll send you i'll send you the info after this man it's, it's some good stuff um so you know we're talking about you know, how you got started, how you got in these teams and things like that. And so I'm going to try to roll this into like a twofer. Um, so obviously everybody knows you for these, you're renowned for these crazy dead man walks that you've been able to pull off before. Uh, may or may not have gotten pretty close to losing sponsorships and getting in fist fights for most of it. Absolutely love it. Oh yeah. And even got your own headband out of it. And we'll get back to that. Um, so uh, a new uh, question that I was thinking about asking people that I wanted to start asking because uh, you know, a lot of us, there's questions that I find myself thinking about that every that relates to all of us as players. And so uh, a question is, what is the most bonehead move you've ever made that you just can never get out of your head and hate yourself forever for doing it? And then what is the greatest move you've ever made? And um, oh, my goodness. Uh, and then, um, oh, geez, where are you at here? Hold on. I'm right here. I'm right yeah, here. I, I know. I know. Good. There we go. Okay. We're gonna have to have a two partner for this, anyway. Um, and we may do that. So, right, what so is there? You go. Bonehead move. Yes. Um. So we talked about dead man walks and things like yep. that. I'm very good at those. Uh, we could definitely go into the story about you know those. So bonehead moves is um, you know, dead man walks. No one knows when they don't work. So when you stand up and you try and do it, and then you get shot immediately. What are you going to tell your buddies you were trying to do this awesome move where like, oh man, yeah, they just shot me some more when I walked out. You know, Louis, Louisville Asylum in the prelims at uh, Tiki's um, at this past event of the year last year. I was the last guy alive or whatever. I was in the corner. I was like, I'm going to die anyways. This is like the second game of the prelims or something terrible. You're not trying to pull this out already, but hey, it wins a win. Um you know, the spirit hits you. You you put on your trusting eyes, your sad shoulders. <laughs> you walk. You take two steps out of your bunker, and Josh Hohemeyer or his brother or whomever on the sideline went like, "Yeah, nice try." Whack, 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 whack. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I I don't. I mean, 
I don't know of any like bonehead moves. I mean, sometimes I go to the wrong bunker, I go past it by accident. I mean, it, the spirit hits you. You're like, why didn't you go to that bunker? It's like, because there was a better one in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to awesome moves, I had a, uh, I don't even remember who we were playing, but it was a good team. Maybe the Rushers or things like that. My first event with the Misfits at uh, ICC in Pittsburgh. Uh, before 10 passed and i um i did a run through and i think i got six six guys clean. oh man clean yeah. house uh yeah it was subside yeah the guy just wasn't looking yeah went got one Ooh. got another got another and then guys are shooting at me but i don't know if they just had their gun shoot 260 or what but they couldn't reach me and i'm I'm there in my three XL jersey, just, just handling business. <laughs> in your in your uh, in your circus tent, just catching and dropping yeah. off. Hey, maybe you know, you know, pair uh, with a nice belt, some good shoes. You don't even need pants. I you love know? it. I love Throw it. it. <laughs> Moo balling, it is, man. That's right, man. I, I know it doesn't look cool with all of our our, our joggers, our skinny pants, but uh, Ugh, I hate, I hate joggers. I hate joggers. It's so hard to find non joggers. Hey, here's the thing. I absolutely love them to cut. I feel so fashionable. <laughs> I got on my Solomons and I'm just out there just doing my drills. Just nice. my grass. Love it. <laughs> I think I have to, uh, I wear um, the exalt like throwback version twos is the only thing I can find. And I actually just ripped uh, my pair at CFOA on that, on that hyperball field. Well, after this is done, let me know, send me a message because when, uh, when guys quit paintball, uh, they typically give me all their gear and I just toss it in here and I just, give it out a uh, blue ridge like giving out a bunch of you know oh, okay stuff. i'll hit you uh, up if you got a, if you got a fatty mcgillicuddy size in there that'll oh i guarantee you it's some og stuff too which nice know, I, don't, I don't sell any of stuff i just give it out do your thing yeah um, this guy uh ryan hart one of my really good friends man he's got like trash bags of stuff that all the trauma kids just like left all over the place over the years. He, he make sure to wash that stuff. I know those stories. I played against all the gridlock trauma boys back in 05. My yeah. God. Those dirty kids. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I, may or, rascals. I may or may not have washed my gear from CFOA yet. So uh, it definitely is a community thing for sure. Uh, yeah. So, I knew so, we do this, this in 30 minute blocks. Do you want to hear the Danny Love dead man walk story? I absolutely do. And so what I'm probably going to do is figure out like where a stopping point is, cut this one short, download that, and then restart and send you another link for a, a cool. meeting. Cause this has got to be longer than 30 minutes, man. And I think it was uh, all that time that I wasn't recording. I think it was penalizing us on that time. That's ah, okay. Um, so do you want to hear it now? You want me to hold it out. Yeah. Hold it out. Cause I definitely want other people okay. to hear it. Like these are the stories that I want people to hear. Like I want to hear the, the Danny love, like, wants to punch you in the face because of this kind of story or like we got thrown out of a bar because of this kind of story or whatever. Like I talk about, you know, I'm well, probably going to edit all this out, but like yard. Well, here, here, I'll tell you this. Uh, when it comes to getting thrown out of the bar, you playing with the misfits, like those epic stories. I was probably in the hotel room watching HGTV. Love it. Because <laughs> about 9 30, 10 o'clock. <clears> oh <throat> my God. Get up, wheels up at 6 a.m. Yeah. I'm getting my check. I'm getting out of there. All the fun, cool stories when it comes to that. I'm just not into it. I, I got the amazing wife at home. You know, like I, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I, 
I bartended my way through college and paid cash for all of it. So all, all, all those things, like I love hanging out with the guys, but yeah, I'm, I'm a daytime Jason. That's for sure. Like there's a, there's a lot of those come to find out. Yeah. I am fun at the field. (laughs) After dinner, like after they get thrown out of the chilies for eating all the molten cakes, it's like, all right, that's enough. Get out of here, guy. All right. Let's hear the Danny Love Dead Man's Walk story, please. There I was. (laughs) There's a joke Uh, in the there's a joke in the military. All good stories start with like no shit. There I was. Yeah, right. Delete my browser history. Uh, (laughs) This is for the gram. Yeah, this is this has been made out to be such an epic story because I was told not to tell it the entire event because we were sponsored by Shock Tech until this happened. The sponsorship did, in fact, come to an end. Me and Manny Francia were on playing Badlands in the woods, just the two of us. We were using a code at the time called Waterfall. Hey, Manny, I'm abandoning you. Our other side's been blown out. I'm going to go protect the flag or whatever it may be. And this is... And this is on the wood side, woods. right? Yeah, the deep woods. So is we this were... on the show tip side or is this on like the slope? I'm on the slope with Annie and we're trying to find this last guy. Cannot find him. Turn out to be Mikey Bruno. He's way back <laughs> in the tree, just dropping paint. Nothing we can do about it. We try and cross a certain point. We're going to get shot. And that's the end of it. I look to my left. I see just a blur of aftershock jerseys run behind me on the other side. I go, Yep, Manny, got that waterfall time. Uh, I take off, go to the other side. The way that field is, is once there's all the trees and there's a clearing, so I'm running, and then as soon as I get to the tree line, I look sad, head down, tin lens, eyes are up. I have half a pot in my hand because that's all I have. My pack is empty. My loader's full because I'm a professional. Come on. <laughs> uh, and uh, I see Peter. He points his gun at me, so I give it the old drats or an F word, whatever it was, you know, because I'm pretending to be dead. Uh, he doesn't shoot me because he's a professional player. Hey, you know, <laughs> why would you do that? Uh, he does now, I assure you. Uh, then he keeps looking. He points his gun elsewhere. I raise my gun. I shoot him. I put my gun down immediately so the ref can see Instead of us just shooting one another, it's a trade. He sees an obvious. I put my gun down. If he raises his gun and shoots me, I'll get wiped out. Uh, hopefully, penalty on them, whatever it may be. He looks at me and goes, you're alive? I went, yeah. And he just was like, oh. <laughs> he, tur- he turns around, slowly walks out sad. So I quickly jog and get right behind him. And I'm going to look sad with him. So it looks like we just traded and I'm gonna follow, and I'm gonna follow him all the way up the show tape to the mounds are and try and get behind more aftershock players and no. shoot him in the back because there's nothing like shooting aftershock players in the back when they think you're dead. Because oh that's gone well. Um, and if you've heard the story from anyone else, I shot six, seven, eight different people. That's what the story said. I you shot twelve people? of them. It was crazy. Well, I have a feeling the aftershock guys went to say 
you know, I didn't get shot clean or by this guy or that guy. Like, oh, I got dead man walk too. You know, some BS, you know. Um, guess how many people I shot in this movie? Seven. One. I shot meter. That was it. I walked with him the entire way. He missed the first exit and kept going, and I kept going behind him to get further behind, oh, waiting no. to see these aftershock players. Meanwhile, Alex Frazier, who is guesting aftershock, he's already dead, is uh, outside the net, screaming at me, saying, just play the game. It's, you know, effing lame or something like that. And I'm just, meanwhile, I'm just like, keep looking sad look for you know the different aftershock players like it's about to go down the carts racing but still looks sad you know uh yeah these are you know like danny you know Fraji, you know people like that you know danny love like these are your heroes you know, growing up when we you know, when we played and, yeah uh, yeah so you're getting yelled at by I'm like oh this is crazy i go all the way to the flag station i grab the flag manny is still gunfighting someone that i can't even see I'm not going to go and try and shoot this last guy because that's dumb. I'm just going to run this flag back and hang the stupid thing the same path I went. Yeah. Did the same thing. Hauled ass back all the way to the clearing. As soon as I got to the clearing, just in case, I started to look sad and started to walk again. Because I'm thinking, what if they blew the center? What if they shot Annie? What if there's someone at my flag station about to mess me up? Yeah. And, uh, so then the ref starts asking me a question. Are you a live player? Are you a live player? And I, I don't want to say yes. And I don't want to say no. Is he bird dogging me? So I just like, I'm acting like I'm out of breath completely. And all of a sudden I just hang the flag. I'm like, I'm a live player. I'm a live player. <laughs> you know, announce clean, go to the top. Oh my walk, God. Walk outside and, you know, Frazy, you know, he's yelling at me. I don't know if other Aftershock players were out there at the time. I don't know. Bruno's clean. Manny's clean. I'm clean. We get that. Uh, we both we both get poles, which I don't know how that happened. Um, but whatever. Then I walk out, and it seemed like it took an hour. It was probably five minutes of Danny just yelling at me. I would <laughs> never, you know. There's no honor in it. There's this. There's that. And he's not wrong. It's not an honorable move at all. It's a matter. And I just agreed with him. I go, Danny, you're better than me. I just. This is the last card I had to play, and I played it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, everyone was real mad. Uh, I thought I thought I was cut from the misfits. I thought I was done. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, if you're buying an autococker, the Shock Tech is amazing. I still strongly recommend it. I need they're, to buy the rental gun. I really want it. They're works of art, man. They, like they if really I ever are. got an SFL, that thing would never see, never ever see like game time. That thing would hang on a wall, probably go in a trophy case. Oh. Man, I love playing with mine. It's been a minute, but I do love it. Uh, if it ever breaks, though, I have to have someone else send it in for me. Uh, <laughs> my my lifetime warranty is gone. And the, one that has, <laughs> the, the one that's engraved number 57 is in trouble. It's never going to get worked on by him. However, <clears throat> uh, at this last year, Chicago, so a year, two years later, I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. uh, he was super nice to me. We talked as if nothing had happened. I'm like, did he forget? Or is 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 this is he gonna invite me to his garage to show me this new thing he's working on? I'm never gonna be heard from again. <laughs> it is Chicago. That's always a possibility, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then at World Cup that year, um, that's when the Hormesis coins uh, were invented. The Rascal, coin. 
and uh, Fraji uh, said it was named after me, and I inspired him for that coin. So I, I'm the OG rascal. For that. So that is yeah. that is the question that I have. Is so correct me if I'm wrong, but you got a coin and a headband. So I have been blessed by Alex Fraji and Hormesis with quite a few headbands. Uh, none that have been named after me thus far. Uh, we have joked around about it, about having a little possum on the tail. Uh, so who knows? Maybe. And if we do, that'd be that'd be awesome. I would love so, that. So, so far right now, you do have at least a coin as the rascal coin. Mm -hmm. What was that like when Alex gave that to you? Uh, it was hilarious because it says, uh, play the gray, no shame, <laughs> uh, and something else. <laughs> And, yeah. and 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 the, and the thing about it is I'm like he's not wrong i'm a total rascal you know and the silly thing about it is the dead man walks i've done it against master blasters for the win and a thousand dollars getting second instead of third uh aftershock to get a pull in a uh gz tm40 which was their stack team at icc to get a pull and hang uh I've done it against other guys too. I did it against GZ Black this most recent tournament uh, at Chicago to uh, get the pole and the hang. They got a penalty. Uh, I, I've successfully done it like, five times against like good good teams. How you don't have an additional twenty to thirty on you on the way out is beyond me. Like I normally oh, I expect. Do. No, oh, I do. do you? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever I get shot, uh, I, I get shot a lot. And that, that comes with the territory. So anyone that is a rascal and wants to do these dead man walks, uh, overshooting is a myth. There's no crime. If you get shot, get out. Simple as that. If you get <laughs> shot a bunch, you you got to take it. You know, be, be a grown up about it. Um, yep. You know, if you want to grab your ankle, you know, and pull a, a soccer, NBA, you know, things like that to try and draw a penalty. <laughs> I mean, go for it. Play the gray. You know, yeah. like that's how I, I did it against GZ Black like that it was against Doyle. Um, he was literally shot at me, missed, hopped behind the ref. I go, what are you doing? He's like, oh, okay. And then he kept playing, got behind him, shot him three times. He spun, shot the dog crap out of me. And I just looked at the ref. I was like, what are you going to do about that? And he's like, you're absolutely right. You know, and he threw a penalty for it. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if it's before or after we had hey. that conversation uh, in, in Chicago about overshooting. Uh, well, in my defense, I did shoot him first. He did spin on me. Uh, so a penalty should have been assessed. I just like the fact that I looked at the ref and I was very convincingly. I go, what are you going to do about that? Granted, if I... Acting lessons paying off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never did acting lessons. I did do stand up and I did take class for it. So that was a lot of fun. I like the improv, I can dig it. Okay, oh my god, dude, we could talk for so long about the dead man's walks, the, the plays, the things. The, the you know, I've had so many bonehead moves that I can just, I just lay asleep at night sometimes fun. thinking about it. Yeah, and ah. that is, I gotta remember, living you learn. I gotta remember like, that. Well, like, uh blue ridge paintball we haven't talked about that yet. it's on the I, list it's on the list it, but now that it, we're talking about it man let it rip yeah. Let's if, hear anyone, about it. if anyone has questions message me on facebook instagram whatever um you you, you you get a field 
you get another field, maybe even a third field, at least two fields, they're cool. All the players in that area agree on paint price, a registration fee, mm-hmm. and predetermined dates. Everyone's getting their schedules out. Copy Blue Ridge once we come out with our date. Meet up four times in the spring, four times in the fall. Meet five, six times a year. It doesn't have to be something as, you know, so concrete as this, but just predetermined dates for everyone to meet up. Think of just competitive rec ball, not practice, where, you know, these fun fields that you really wanted to play, like uh, Tyler Humphrey at Paintball Central. That field is amazing that we didn't play on that deep woods field with the trenches. It was so much fun last year. Past year, we didn't play it because it was a stalemate field, this, that. Yep. Could you imagine 30 on 30 of just, you know, image, scrappy dogs, misfits on one side, you know, uh, gridlock, you know, some trauma guys, you know, you, you know uh, Cobra Kai, you know, 40, you know, 30 on 30, just competitive. It'd be so much fun. Well, Blue Ridge does that. And as long as everyone agrees not to cheat, which I know is tempting, especially in mechanical and woods, there's uh, the cheating is out of it honestly is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Bad. Um, but as long as you guys just straight up go, hey, no dead man walk. There's no honor in that. Wink. Uh, you know, <laughs> there, and, you know, just, just play straight up because we're going to play a lot. It's not like we hopped on flights. We're only going to be here for four games today, four games tomorrow, and then we're going up because we're not playing four. Like, we're going to play a lot of paintball. Um, it's so much fun. It really is. And the cool thing about Blue Ridge, where if someone's not following the rules, just aren't doing it, we can just go, hey, here's your registration back. Thanks. And thankfully, we haven't had to do that, um, which is awesome. So uh, money-wise, how it works is Blue Ridge, it's 75 bucks. It's four meetup dates. If you make them cool, if you can't, you get it. You get a shirt, a bag, or some sort of swag. And then we do wrap. And we actually don't get a deal on that stuff. We pay you know, actual retail prices with our paintball people. Yeah. Our local field, other professional paintball players like Blake Yarber that's in your background for the guys that watch this down the road once it gets posted. Uh, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, we're supporting other paintball people, you know. And you're a player, you win the raffle, you win that jersey. I wouldn't pay two hundred dollars for this because I never really had money, and you know, my seventy-five bucks, I got my shirt. I normally have to pay an entry fee to pay this. Paint was discounted at forty-five, fifty dollars a case, whatever it is. It retails sixty-five or whatever it may be. A trip up the field. Uh, it's just a good time. All all details aside, something like that, and I I feel, and of course, I took I took a long break from it, but things like this or something like this i feel goes back to what i kind of if i'm going to be honest about it i feel like we've lost a lot of the community if that makes sense like there's really like if you don't have a team that you roll with and like the only way you're going to get on a team is either you knew somebody that knew somebody or something like that like it used to just be like hey man first five dudes on the box let's roll you know and there's just i don't really feel like there's a whole lot of that anymore yeah i i agree uh again i've been playing for over 20 years and locally there's no one no one's super competitive where if there was an airball field that i 
put my, you know, barrel box ready to go, playing with the auto cocker, you know, CS2 mech, whatever it may be, you know, ESR plus mech. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not going to have any issues. Because uh, it's mostly D5, D4, D3 guys. Yeah, when, it, when it's D2 and up, that's when it starts to become job painful. Uh, but these guys are still trying to be very competitive where they've got their five. It's, it's always a practice. Yeah, and I'm not trying to ruin Timmy's birthday party either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah. That's not fun for me either. Um, so, you know, and this is also great for the guys that, you know, don't play mechanical tournaments or tournaments in general. Hey, I used to play. I'm married a kid i've got a demanding job i love the hobby i'm hanging out with my buddies but i'm not paying for a hotel room i'm not hopping on a flight yeah I just want to play competitive paint once a month or so you know, a couple of months out of the year at some Solution. point I'm... <laughs> that's that's everybody you know like, i'm sure at some point people are probably tired of hearing me say it but i'm never going to stop saying it it's just you know if you're going to be a professional, you're going to try to be a professional. That That's great. And if you can do what the demands are to try to play professional X-Ball or semi-pro X-Ball or whatever, and you can do that, then great. The body can handle it. You can deal with it financially, things like that. Great. But vast majority, large percentage of us, percentage of us are taking huge chunks out of our time, huge chunks out of our accounts, uh, huge chunks out of our lives to try to, if they were trying to keep up with that. And this 10 man, um, Russell Jackson, I ran into him in, in, um, in Chicago and he was like, everybody here is smiling. He was like, the only people smiling at X-Ball events are the guys that are winning. And that's about it, yep. really. You know, and I'm, well, I hate to keep talking that kind of stuff about it. And again, I'm going to reinforce this with like, if you can do that and you're doing well and that's what you want to aspire to, then great. But with the rest of us in reality, still enjoy playing paintball, but can't afford to do that. Like this, this, the the Blue Ridge stuff, the PBS on Chicago or in uh, California. I talk about that a lot. If you, if you haven't heard of it, um, Mike McLaughlin, I've talked to him a couple of times, just via messenger about uh, until ICPL came out, I was really on the verge of hopping on a plane and going to California just to play like one of the PBSL events. Um, luckily ICPL came out and Spencer, you know, put out some feelers and that worked out pretty well for me. But in general, like I just, I wasn't going to do X ball because it was just so hard to try to get those reps. Yeah. And the thing is like, even with, you know, you know, I don't play for the Misfits. So I have to find a team where I have to create my own team. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. I have a lot of relationships, you know, with a lot of teams and things like that, but that would be a good fit. You know, like I'm not a true one. I'm just not. I do my best, you know, but I'm not super fast. I'll get there, but I like to shoot gun off the break or shoot something. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, other pro teams have fallen apart, being Docs Warriors. Uh, that, was, that, was, alert. that was sad news, man. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, I, I played with the first year. I got second place with them in Chicago, and then I got picked up by the Misfits. Uh, Christian Collins finished the year, and then he got picked up by uh, GZ Gold. So I get it. You know, they had roster changes too on making that big bump. That's tough. Uh, it's it's very competitive and more and more competitive every year when it comes to mechanical paintball. Because just like you said, everybody is 
with paintball, there's always a man when it comes to the winning rules. There just is more winning organization. Dynasties, you could argue, say, Frazier's the money man. Uh, and then, you know, now with Hormesis, things like that, he's getting returned and doing well. But all the dynasty guys that hustle, they have their brand. They have the Champions Club now in the past. You know, they, that's why they didn't fight an NXF the first start. You know, they weren't giving up their rights for the uh, Dick Clark ESPN dream. That's another podcast. I know too much about that. Whole another conversation, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's one of those things where it's all about having fun. So me hopping on a team or me starting my own team, it's like, oh, I got enough pull. These guys, these teams fall apart. I could put something together. But then I have to sell guys on it. I go, all right. Entry for amateurs, twelve hundred bucks. Pros, fifteen hundred bucks. If I can you know, get doc spot or something else to spot, um, which I hadn't earned. You know, that should go to an amateur team that's done well. You know, but if they don't want it, hey, maybe. Um, yeah, if you didn't see it on my page, I put out that feeler. Like, who who thinks you know stepping yeah. up to the next? Who's taking it? I don't know, man. I think it might be Hydrofit. Those dudes are. I think they're they're chomping I, at the bit for it. Well, uh, breaking news. Depending on how quickly this gets posted. Uh, the Saints are done. That professional spot is done as well. Oh, the Saints, like NXL Saints. No, no, not Latin Saints. The Saints for mechanical. I see. Really? Really. Uh, Sean Joseph Terry is opening up his field. And, you know, he's a very <clears throat> smart person. He's a great, you know, owner. And, you know, he's going to concentrate on opening that field and being very successful. Man, and in so order that's... to do that, you got to take away that. Yeah. So that's that, that's the news as of today. Oh, geez, dude, that's a that's something that I get to put on my Instagram, I guess. But that's Breaking news. so now that's Saints and Docs Warriors that are going to be stepping out of that. Correct. All right. And if uh, GZ Black still needs to get their doctor's orders as well, ARP signed off on it, but you know we're still waiting on. That. Sorry, Doyle. <laughs> all the uh, all the love going out to Chris too, man. Oh yeah. Uh, so. I, you know, there's, you know, but mathematically put it together, it's like, hey, before you hop on a plane or hop in your car, just for the hotel, because I'm doing two guys to a room, but you're not doing a, you know, when you're 15, yeah, six guys in a room. I can't do that anymore. I mean, yeah, doing the, the you, lockout special. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, Sorry, uh, the o, the OG lockout special. Yeah, no, Ozan. Uh, that that's that's fine. you're dropping 500 bucks before you pay for a plane ticket or pay for a gas to get somewhere. It's yep. injury pain. Of course, photography for Michael Moore. You got to get photography for Michael. <laughs> uh, he's worth every penny because you're going to forget about this stuff and then you got your photos. Uh, but it's it's expensive. This is an expensive hobby. It's an expensive game. It's an expensive sport. Whatever you want to call it, it's expensive. And I don't care if you're making fifty grand or five hundred grand. You know, five hundred bucks for a weekend with boys you guys are doing this anywhere from three to six times a year and that's yeah. not even practice it's up real fast you know and then you know your significant other and hey you went on that paintball trip you know what are you really <laughs> yeah the only reason Adds i'm up. able to do any of this is because the maryland event is an hour oh. away from me and pittsburgh that's where my wife's from so I just crash my in-laws so like the only reason I'm able to right. do those is just logistics. You know, if all this was happening in like California, Washington State, I'd just be 
talking to other people and getting pictures from you know the event that they did because uh, I definitely wouldn't be going to that. But um, those are by far my favorite fields, though, is the uh, ICC in Pittsburgh and then Maryland. I, I hate that I believe the tornado or yeah, a tornado came through and messed up the deep woods field in Maryland. Uh, yep, that's right. I, I know, I know they'll rebuild. I had to honor a guest with those image guys told me all about it. Just not a just not a big fan of having to get the dog sled team to take me down there every time I uh I got to go down there. That it march could be and... worse. Uh, I heard the in order to get air in New York, you had to hand your gun to a golf cart, and that may seem like great service, but at the same time, I'm handing you over a thousand dollars worth of equipment that I need to have work for me. I feel a little weird about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying someone would do something for purpose or something like that. I. I, I love picking on Kevin. I think he tries his best. Fantastic field, I heard. Uh, not the mountains. That one was uh, tragic. Uh, but that's another story, too. Yeah, it's handing <laughs> off your gun and hoping you don't get a 4,300 hot fill. So by the time that it cools off, you're working with 39, you know, I mean, going I, into the. I'm not even worried about that. It's, uh, all the shenanigans that I pull, I'm worried about the acorn or the quarter, the nickel, <laughs> my, my hopper. That's what I'm worried about. Getting getting stuck in the feed, yeah. That's a that's old that's an OG uh, uh, sabotage move back in the day. Uh, Fat kid army, Josh Joshua High tried to do that to me at the CFA. Oh no! Yeah, what's oh, funny is he, as soon as he walked over, I put my hand over my loader just out of habit, <laughs> and then he looked at me. He's like, "You son of a gun! You know what I was gonna do?" And he put he raises uh, a quarter. He's like, "I was gonna get you." I was like. <clears throat> Oh my thank God. God. Thank God I have it because I'm like, oh, I have this gun, you know? <laughs> oh, I love Josh. I love that guy, but still has some dirty pool right there. And, you know, hey, it's, as a rascal, you, rascal things happen to you. you know? For sure. It's karma. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So we talked about where you came from, how you got into it, things like that. We've covered all the great stories and talked about, you know, these tournament uh, series. And I'm, it's been a freaking amazing conversation i'm really happy with it let's go over some of the uh you know let's go some of the uh the other questions that i typically do and the people like to hear about guns let's hear about the one that got away man all black iron man intimidator solid black with a chris lasoya trigger on it which i thought was just a custom product but it was a different kind of a blade trigger it's definitely the fastest gun i've ever owned uh was 2.7 board but you Clicked it 255 or 51 times, you can still get 50,000 on it. Uh, so, is that a is that a Lasoya trigger or is that a Lasoya trigger guard? Uh, Lasoya trigger, Lasoya trigger guard. That's right. I have an orange black Z. I think it's in a tub. If I can find it, you can have it. It's not going to have any parts in it. Don't threaten me be, with a good time, man. It's just going to be art. If I find it, it's yours. Oh, um, nice. But you can wrap it in those pants you're going to give me. Hey, well, let me know your size. Um, <laughs> Fat, that's it, it. Wrap it up in an iron penis uh, long sleeve. Uh, I said don't threaten me with a good time, man. But I think I shot that gun 22 balls a second or 23 balls a oh, second. Oh, Christ. I actually fed it and shot. I mean, that, that gun was amazing. Um, you can't see it, uh, but I have, I have several guns on loan, but I have, I think, 20 guns at this time. Uh, I have a great a black Ironman intimidator that's absolutely amazing. Uh, the person that got me into paintball 
uh, he owned a GZ, then I ended up owning it, and then it got lost through different owners. I found it at a store and rebought it for $25. And the guy, oh, and, and, you know, I won't get emotional, but the guy who got me into paintball, you know, he's dead, you know, where like for me to be able to own that and have that again, oh, it was amazing. I'm so thankful for that. I couldn't wait to tell his dad. It was so cool. So there's so many intimidator cuts that I've always liked over the years. Uh, but if I'm going to be honest, like if I could build one and obviously I'm asking you about the gun that got away uh, before I get too into it, was it gloss or was it dust? Which gun? The GZ? Uh, dust. No, 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 uh, no, no. All no. black. Oh, gloss. It was gloss. Black. Oh, perfect. So it matches could, everything. Right. <laughs> goes, goes with everything. Um, if I could, if I could build one, I've always loved the GZ bodies. But I've always loved, like the clamshell frame. But I've also always loved the uh, the Lasoya trigger guard. I don't care what trigger yeah. you put in it, but I've always liked that saber looking trigger guard. Yeah, because yeah, the the original GZ, I've, I've got fat fingers, man, so I can never get like just up in it. But any kind of intimidator oh. I ever picked up that wasn't a GZ, I could I could get up in that trigger guard and let it ride. I still have a scar on both of my thumbs from that stupid GZ because it would always cut with or without that stupid little match grip that they sell for like 40 months or like CP was. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah okay. definitely the all-black iron, man. Yeah, that's tough. Okay, man, so we're running out of time again. Uh, this has been so much fun, and I can't wait to do it again. Uh, also, can't wait to see you at the next event, man. I might just go live on penis and just invite you. We'll just talk and gossip, and just and we'll just roast people as they come in the chat. Nice. I keep telling you, quit threatening me with a good time, man. Um, so we talked about you know all the stuff. Uh, let me hear uh, the shout outs, man. Sponsors, people, oh. uh, just you know all that. The the whiff, obviously. Let's hear it. Well, uh, currently I do not have a team, so I don't have any official sponsors. Mm -hmm. So I can say if, if you if you're hiring, reach out to Jason Hansen, <laughs> you know, and if it's a good fit. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I, I can't thank enough all the sponsors, you know, and all the friends, people like you that just give back to the sport, you know, the hobby, the fun, the game that we all love. You know, Danny, thanks for not killing me. Alex, thanks for flying, <laughs> making me feel cool. Uh, didn't make me feel cool at first. We made up. Uh, you know, the Misfits, thank you for giving me a chance and let me play with you guys for you know three seasons. You know, like I, yeah, good times. I got to play Rocky, Manny, Roland, you know, my buddy Craig, Emmanuel. I, I can basically thank everyone on the team except for Archie Brown. You are the worst. An inside <laughs> joke. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, you know, JT, Shock Tech, Die, I mean, GI, th thank you, Paintball, all of you. Because if what people don't realize is those same machines that make paintballs, they could mo go make a, a CBD cap and go on the medical side of things and triple the money that they make. So every box of paint that you buy, they could have made something else to make so much more money. It is amazing that we're still able to play the stupid game that we play. Eventually, they might just say, sorry, we're doing that. Play on your Oculus. 
you know, you're gonna have to, <laughs> you have to go in, in the, the metaverse and play there. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thank you to everyone that keeps playing paintball. Keep telling your friends, keep showing up, you know, don't shoot up the kids at that ball. Let them shoot your cool gun. You know, give them your extra equipment. Yeah. You know, the the guy or girl at work is thinking about playing. Bring them out. You know, you got extra gear, hook them up or, you know, try and tell them what to buy, what's good. I'm playing Eclipse Emac. They're fantastic. You know, it's hard like that. Hard to beat for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you're not having fun, don't play. Take a break. It's okay to take a break. I like it. It's, that's the big thing. You've got to have fun because if you're not having fun, you bring down the energy. It's just it's not a good time. It's not the same. Got it, man. Well, hey, you know, thank you for your time. Uh, I'll talk to you again here in a couple minutes after this, once we get this set back up, just for some, uh, you know, a couple minutes after after interview BS. But uh, hey, you know what? Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everything you bring to the sport, man. Thank you for just the good times, because again, it's it's a uh, you know whenever you can go and have a good time, it definitely makes it makes it worth it. So thanks for that. And with that, everybody, this has been Jason Hansen, the Rascal. And, uh, you know, thanks for, uh, thanks for your time, bud. Hey man. Thanks for having me. All right. Cool, man. Welcome back everyone. That was Jason Hansen. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, just got to say for a minute, we cannot have enough paintball content, be it regional, be it different um, leagues, just there's so much for the game that we enjoy out there that we just need coverage of every kind so that people can see what there is uh, and decide what they like about the sport that we all love to play. Uh uh, LTPB, PB Nerd, Spick and Span, PTG, all you guys, the Playing on Podcast, Overshot Podcast, Unknown Paintball Podcast, like these guys have been killing it for years, and I can't thank them enough for all the content that they keep cranking out, and uh, you know it's good for the sport. Um, you know, there's also, uh, you know, there's also a couple of other uh, guys out there that that are that are just grinding uh, daily to try to bring content out. Uh, that a lot of people don't know of. I have a lot of, I have a, a really good time uh, talking to Roadies Paintball or uh, 40 Media, uh, actually Repair Paintball uh, has quite a bit of content out on YouTube right now. I hate paintball.net. Always, always enjoy looking at their stuff. Uh, so just uh, keep it coming, guys. Keep, uh, you know, the more paintball media because we don't have magazines anymore like we used to or, you know, War Pigs not around anymore. Um, so we just don't have the resources that we used to. So the more stuff that we come out with, uh, the more that we can, uh, you know, consume and really figure out which, uh, which, uh, niche we really like, or just, uh, you know, keep enjoying what we've been doing over the same, over the same years. Uh, this episode is brought to you by paintball central, uh, North Carolina's premier, uh, paintball field for all your paintball needs, uh, you know, office getaways and such, uh, be sure to hit them up print path. Thank you so much for you guys to support. Uh, if you guys need any kind of uh, print media for your event or something like that, uh, make sure you hit them up. Check out the links uh, in the Instagram. Uh, uh, Shinto Tori Paintball, thank you so much for you know you guys' support. Uh, right now, they're cranking out some sick, sick looking flex ears. 
uh, actually half years uh, right now. I think I have a bandana set headed my way. Uh, so just uh, make sure you stop by, check them out, look at the link in the in the Instagram post, and then uh, PBK whenever they finally come out with uh, with some gear. You guys will be seeing that too. So until next time, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. I had a blast talking to Jason, and uh, I'll keep trying to crank these episodes out, and uh, hopefully you guys like them. Uh, make sure you uh, listen, like, subscribe. Uh, go check out the IG page, uh, Relic Classic Paintball. And uh, we uh, hopefully will hear from you soon. If you have any ideas, hit me up on my IG page and I'll start looking for other um, other teams and other um, other players you guys like to hear from or reach out to me if you're a player that would like to talk to me. Uh, so until next time, guys, this is Tori Shrum from uh, Relic, a classic paintball podcast. Uh, keep listening and uh, we'll see you guys next time.